We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 7 o'clock, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giglio with you. Tucker Bagley is behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. That's how you get aboard. On this Tuesday night, we got a lot to talk about here. You'll hear from Nick Sirianni later in the show, his press conference today, as we get set for a playoff run for the Eagles after a bye week. We'll have a guest with Pro Football Focus later on in the show, and we'll react tonight to the Sixers, hopefully a, a big win over the Detroit Pistons. But let's start Let's start with something that I think that is, is worthy of a, a discussion here because it's something we all want not to be an issue but I don't know that it's not an issue. And if I were to guess right now, in this moment today, it feels like an issue. And it's the thing that we've been dancing around for a month now, and that is Jalen Hurts' health and what his health will be when the playoff game starts. So I was there at Lincoln Financial Field watching the game on Sunday, and it was it was clear to me that Jalen Hurts and the game plan were were not the same. I mean, did, was it effective enough? Yeah, um, it was It was fine. They won the game. They beat the Giants. I thought he threw the ball fine. I, I didn't notice anything with his arm, his arm strength. that made me think, uh-oh, he can't make that throw. I didn't, I didn't feel that. I, I, I thought he made the throws that they asked him to make. But I also thought that they protected him in a way we've never seen. Jalen Hurts has never, until Sunday, never, his NFL career had a game without a single design run. Zero called runs for Jalen Hurts. This is one of the more productive running quarterbacks in the history of pro football. I mean, look at his touchdowns his first three years in the NFL. I mean, this is historic stuff and zero design runs for Jalen Hurts on Sunday. Anytime pressure came in, you could. it almost reminded me, you ever watch old quarterbacks like old Peyton Manning, this version of Matt Ryan, when, when any Eli Manning, when he got old, when the, when the pressure got near those guys, they just fell like someone pulled a string out. They just went to the ground. Jalen Hurts kind of did that a lot on Sunday where he just ducked and moved his arms so he wouldn't get, he wouldn't get hit. And he's not that kind of quarterback. I, I give Jalen Hurts a lot of credit since he became a starter. He stands tall, takes shots, and delivers the football. I mean, he's not afraid of being hit. Obviously, you know, we know that. And it's, it's part of the reason he's banged up a little bit. But he's not afraid. And on Sunday, and not using the word afraid, you could use the word smart, he wasn't standing there tall and taking hits. He wasn't running. When he did run, he slid. He was not the same quarterback at all. And the Jalen Hurts that played against the Giants on Sunday, the Giants that played a lot of their backups, is not good enough to go win a playoff game. And if any, maybe one. But not good enough, certainly, to get to a Super Bowl or win a Super Bowl. Now, I think we all hope, we all hope that, he was out there, he gutted it out, and he's going to be okay. But 
Listen, I'm just giving you what my eyes told me on the field. You know what concerned me more than that? The way the Eagles talked about this whole thing after the game. I mean, this was really kind of unsolicited. Nick Sirianni after the game talking about Jalen Hurts and what he was going through to just go out there and play on Sunday. Here's Sirianni. Him fighting through what he fought through um, to get back, you know, because still, like, you know, he it's not like he was he was perfect out there in sense of as far as his um, what he felt like. Right. We didn't feel like there was more risk, but, you know, I know he was hurting. He was hurting bad. And uh, but that's the kind of uh, competitor that he is. That's the kind of the uh, person that he is and the kind of teammate and leader that he is, um, that he was able to go out there and stick and, and tough through it. He was hurting. He was hurting bad and he tough through it. Not exactly making me feel good about where Jalen Hurts' health is as we get set for a playoff game here. And then here's Hurts on, on what kind of the process was like for him. I mean, he, he his favorite phrase on Sunday, on the field and off after the game, was he was good enough. And then, you know, asked about, like, you know, the whole process of getting to the point where he could play. Here's Jalen Hurts on what it took for him to get out there. Like, coming into this game, um, you know, been really pushing myself beyond measures um, to try and be available and rather the risk-reward of playing in, in today, uh, whatever that was, um, we did what we had to do. We, we, we're the number one seed, and we're um, NFC East champs, and that's the goal we set out to do. Um, and now I can continue to recover and um, be ready for the playoffs. Push myself beyond measure. I mean, they, this is a person who doesn't like talking about himself. This is a player who doesn't like giving you any details. Push myself beyond measure does not make me feel great. 215-592-9494. The Eagles are the number one seed. The Eagles have accomplished a ton this season. And, and here's the good news. Jalen Hurts was able to play at the stage of recovery he was at. And from what we understand, and, and I think based on how good NFL reporting is locally and nationally, we, we would know if Jalen Hurts had gotten hurt on Sunday, right? If he had injured it further. I don't believe that's the case. But I don't know what percentage he's at. And I don't know where he's going to be when the playoff game starts. The Eagles clearly designed a game plan to protect him. No runs. Get rid of the football whenever pressure comes. He had his shortest, his second shortest time to throw in of the season. I mean, he got rid of that ball quickly. But that was a very easy game plan to defend once the Giants figured it out. They were 1 of 5 in the red zone. You know why I think they were 1 of 5 in the red zone? Because Jalen Hurts couldn't be Jalen Hurts. And I know after the game, Sirianni said, this guy is an MVP candidate because he could throw and run. That's true. But the Eagles and Jalen Hurts aren't at their best if he doesn't have his legs. If he doesn't have his full arsenal, which means his legs carrying him with his shoulder. I am worried about Jalen Hurts' shoulder as we head towards the, the biggest game of the season. Two, you know, Less than two weeks from now. 215-592-9494. Are you worried about Hurts? Are you worried about Jalen Hurts' the shoulder? And where, whatever he's going to be like in two weeks. And, and let me, I'll say it like this. I'll say it as plain as this. I'm not going to feel better about this. Like, I, maybe you could convince me that I would try. But I'm not going to feel better about this until the first quarter, and I hope it's the first quarter, of the division round game against the Giants or Seahawks or Bucks or Cowboys when I see Jalen Hurts play like Jalen Hurts. And that means pressure comes, stand tall and make a throw. Running out of the pocket, you know, I mean, sliding's not a bad thing. He does that sometimes anyway. But there's a difference between clear – like, he slid on a scramble on Sunday after one yard. Like, you know, he usually tries to make a guy miss. He might slide in the open field, but he's not sliding by, behind the line of scrimmage for the heck of it. He always tries to make a play, and then eventually he, he will try to be smart about it. Until I see Jalen Hurts play like Jalen Hurts, the guy that we've, we've gotten to watch the last two years as a starting quarterback, 
the guy that's grown into an MVP candidate, until I see him play like himself, stand tall, not run away for pressure, not duck, not slide immediately when pressure comes near him, and be able to use the quarterback run game in the red zone, which is so key. The threat of his legs in the red zone opens everything up. It makes their run game better. It makes the running backs better. It makes the passing game better. And why were they so bad on Sunday in the red zone? I don't think it's because he can't make 10-yard throws. I mean, he made enough of those on Sunday. He can make the throws. It was because the Giants' defense realized pretty early, oh, this guy's not running today. I mean, we don't, we don't have to even worry about the quarterback run game part of this thing. That's not what they're doing here. They're protecting him. 215-592-9494. There's a lot of concern about the team, how they're seasoning. I don't care about momentum. I, I don't care about it. They're 2-2 two two their last four games. None of that stuff matters to me. That, that's all just us fretting for no reason. The, the worry I have about the Eagles, the number one worry I have is Jalen Hurts' health, where he's at. And, and, and really, I go back to last year because you know, I always think past precedent when a player is important. Jalen Hurts came back. And I know they're different injuries. But he had an ankle injury last year. He missed a week. He came back. He played a little bit different down the stretch. Now, I, I didn't think it hampered him. But he played a little bit differently against Washington, Giants, and Washington, right? Then he took the day, the week off against the Cowboys. He came back and played a playoff game against the Bucs. Early on in the Bucs game, he re-injured himself. I thought it was the least talked about important thing of that entire offseason as we discussed how poorly he played in the playoff game. We ignored the fact that he walked into the press conference room in Tampa Bay after the game on crutches. He was hurt again. And my biggest fear for this playoff run that I believe should and will end in Arizona is that Jalen Hurts tries to play like himself, re-injures himself, and he could barely throw the football or gut through it, and, and they're going to go down. I am worried about Jalen Hurts' shoulder. Are you? 215-592-9494. Are you worried about Jalen Hurts' shoulder? He's back. We know he's going to start the playoff game, but he was not himself against the Giants on purpose. And I, I just don't feel great about it, Tucker, until I see him play like him. No, and, and I get that, right? Because you mentioned this is this is a guy who has a history of having nagging injuries. And if you want to talk about scrambling quarterbacks, the guy he gets compared to the most, right, is Lamar Jackson. And mm-hmm. look what happened to him the last two seasons. He, he has an ankle injury right now that a month ago he was considered day-to-day. He hasn't even been back on the practice field yet. So Jalen Hurts right now with the shoulder injury, I imagine it could linger. But I also look at that game plan. I look what they did on, on Sunday against the Giants. Don't you think they're a little extra cautious, right? Don't you think he could have hung in there a little bit? He he chose to kind of hide that shoulder and make sure he didn't get hit. So he would be healthy for, for the playoffs. So he would be healthy for the division round. As much as we wanted to talk about that game against the Giants being a must win, it really wasn't, right? Like their, their season still survives. Even if they lose that game, they would have to go to Tampa Bay this week. Actually, I guess they wouldn't, right? Because the Cowboys be the, lost. They would they'd be, be the two, two seed. seed, right? So they they would host they would host Seahawks. Seattle. But the fact that they brought him out there, I think, was just because they couldn't trust Gardner Minshew. I think if they could have it and they would have trusted Minshew, he wouldn't have played at all. So I think in two weeks we're going to see the real Jalen Hurts. I, I think everyone was kind of playing on eggshells. I think they were making sure that no matter what happened. They had their franchise quarterback for the division round. Well, I hope you're right. 215-592-9494. I am worried. I am I am worried about Jalen Hurts. I am worried about this shoulder. And I'm not going to feel better about all of this until I see him play like him. And, and I think there's some truth to what Tucker just said, that it was a game plan. It was a plan more than it was an inability. And, and I, I think that's 
logical. I also need to see him play like him. And for as many strides as Jalen Hurts has made as a passer, he's made a lot, a lot of strides as a passer this season compared to last year. And really, you know, compared to where he was two years ago as a rookie. He needs his full arsenal. The Eagles need his full arsenal to make this offense as explosive as it was during the season, to make it as difficult to defend as it was during the season. If Jalen Hurts is just a quick pocket thrower, it's not a dynamic passing game. It's not a dynamic team. It's not a dynamic offense. It's very easy to defend, especially in the red zone. 215-592-9494. Hurts was back. Hurts is going to play in the playoffs. Are you worried, though, about Jalen Hurts' shoulder holding up? I am, because I expect him to try to play like himself, and I am worried about what percentage he's at, how much it holds up, and can he be himself for three wins over the next month? 215-592-9494, get you aboard. Are you worried about Jalen Hurts' shoulder? Yes or no, as we watch him play his first game in a few weeks here. Willie is up on WIP. Hey, Willie. Yes, how you doing? How you doing, Joe? Good, I Willie. All the time. Thank you, Willie. Yeah. What, are, what are you thinking on this? See, all right, I have something in my mind. Like you were saying, like you were saying that you were uh, worried about Jalen Hurst. Mm-hmm. You know, I won't worry about it too much because he's going to play within two weeks, right? Whatever team coming up playing with the Philadelphia and right in the, in the Eagles Stadium. Yep. I think he'll be almost 100% healthy, and he will be well-protected. He's going to be explosive like he did in the first eight games. I won't worry about it because look at the um, – Look at that Prescott. He played with a broken hand, like eighty percent. You know, I mean, that's worse than the than the shoulder that he has, a bruised shoulder. I don't know what he has, but I won't worry about it. I mean, I think he'll do fine, and I think Eagles will go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and you know what? The idea of of quarterbacks playing with with some you know issues late in the season, and really, we appreciate it. It happens, right? I mean, last year Jimmy Garoppolo was playing through a sprained shoulder. Now. They ultimately lost in the NFC Championship game. They didn't get to a Super Bowl. And you look at Garoppolo's numbers, they were pretty poor. And they're different quarterbacks, right? Garoppolo doesn't have a running element to his game. Uh, Jalen Hurts does. But, yeah, I have no – let me make it clear. I don't worry that Jalen Hurts is not going to play. I don't worry that Jalen Hurts is not going to take the field and be the starter and all that, you know, two weeks from now in their playoff game. He's going to play. He's back. He, he already returned. We crossed that bar. But what I am worried about is him holding up. And I don't know that shoulder's ready to hold up to a hit until he takes one. You know, you know when you come back from an injury, the, the first there's a lot of steps, right? You come back and, and you play. You come back, you take the field. But you also, I don't. I, I've heard athletes in the past say they don't feel like they could forget about it until they take that first hit. And as a fan, I can't forget about this hurts thing until I watch him play like himself. And it doesn't have to be egregious. I'm not asking him to run into a pile of of, of six defenders just for the heck of it to make me feel better. That's silly. But it's as simple as this. Pressure on the first pass of the game two weeks from now, like a deeper drop back, not as much of a short throw. Pressure comes. Is he standing tall and allowing himself to get hit as he delivers You know what probably will be an accurate pass? He's done that a lot this season. Or is he ducking? And getting out of the way and trying not to get smashed on that on that shoulder or and that you know that the front of, you know the top of his chest you know it's it's a front of his shoulder injury which is a little near the collarbone like is he allowing himself to play as if the injury doesn't exist can he get to that level in two weeks because I think that's the key to the Eagles getting to the Super Bowl it's Jalen Hurts playing like himself I I don't even care I mean, and and obviously we can't affect this I don't care if he actually is a hundred percent I mean that's that's actually not even the issue on this, right? If he's 95, okay. If he's 90, okay. Will he play like himself in two weeks? Will he act like himself? Because the Jalen Hurts that we saw on Sunday 
was as watered down of a version of the quarterback we've seen for two years as we've ever seen. I mean, he he didn't play like himself. 215-592-9494. It's how you hop aboard. Are you worried about Hurts? I am. Because until I see him play like he normally did this, this season, I'm not even talking about a statistical bar. I'm just mean like stylistically. I have a fear in the back of my head that he he's not ready to. And I hope the two weeks gets him to the point he can. Adam is in Middleton. Hey, Adam. Hey, how's it going? Good, Adam. What are you thinking? Uh, I'm thinking that uh, I saw him in that game, uh, uh, the last game we played, and uh, he tried that, that long pass down the field, just like you were saying, you know, uh, having to stand in there for that extra second. And I think that, that the reason it was so far off, it's that pass down uh, the, the go route to A.J. Brown mm-hmm. to the end zone. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've been connecting on that all year long, and I think that it was off because of what you're saying. You know, uh, um, I think he hesitated for a second and, and, and threw it uh, a little bit uh, earlier than he wanted, whereas normally he wouldn't stop and think, you know, I should get rid of this. It was def- – Adam, I agree. I, I know the players. It was definitely in his head to kind of do it in rhythm rather than really wind up and, and possibly take a hit as he threw that football. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I also think that um, as far as uh, the offense and the play calling, I think that there will still be a lot of hesitation about just how to utilize him. Um, and, and that's really um, just – shackled our our offense um it's uh, you can see that without him uh taking away that extra defender to account for him that a lot of things that have been working for us all year are are just you know we've we've kind of been exposed in a way in that uh um that he makes a lot of things on these offense run in a way that they're not able to now. Well, and that's that's what you just said there, Adam. We appreciate the call. is so significant. I mean, isn't that it? The the offense, you know, I, I think we saw it when he wasn't in. We saw it against the Saints, and now we saw it with him, but he was, you know, he was a, a watered-down version of himself against the Giants here. This offense is not – it really – hasn't the last couple of weeks made Micah Parsons' comments seem silly? The, the system quarterback thing that almost anyone could go in there. You know why? Because if that was true, Gardner Mitchell would have lit up the Saints. And if it was true that, that Jalen is just a system quarterback, then, then you know, 70% of Jalen would have scored more than one touchdown against the Giants. But that's not true. Jalen Hurts' dual threat ability has taken this offense to another level. That's why they're so good. And they lost part of that. I, I didn't think his throwing – you know, when he actually threw the ball, you know, his mechanics, his throws, the you know, the the spin on it, I thought it was fine. It was you know, he was accurate on on most of the throws he made on on Sunday. I didn't think his throwing was poor. I, I don't know if it's affecting him in that in that sense, but I thought it affected him in standing in the pocket. It affected his ability to run, his willingness to run. It changed the offense. And you go back, I mean, that had to be their worst red zone day in a long time. Right? I mean, obviously all year. I mean, it's the worst day they had in the red zone all year. I, maybe there were some games early last year. Uh, or in the middle of last year when they were struggling as a team, that you could kind of compare to the red zone we saw on Sunday. But it's pretty clear. The, the red zone stunk on Sunday because the Giants knew that Jalen Hurts and his legs were not a part of things. That, that it was a one-dimensional offense, and that can't continue in the postseason. It can't. 215-592-9494. That's how you hop aboard here. Are you worried? about Jalen Hurts. Are you worried about his shoulder as we enter the postseason? Because that wasn't the same quarterback on Sunday. He was out there. He gutted it out. Tough guy. Did what a leader does. 
but he wasn't the same player. Are you worried about Jalen Hurts' shoulder as we enter the postseason? I am. 215-592-9494. Tell you hop aboard. We'll come back. You'll hear from NFL Insider what he heard from A.J. Brown after the game and what he thinks about the Eagles and Jalen Hurts and his shoulder heading into the postseason. That's next. Your phone calls as well on Sports Radio 94 WIP. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giglio with you. Tucker Bagley behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. It's how you get aboard on this Tuesday night. We'll uh, let you hear from Nick Sirianni what he had to say today in his Tuesday press conference coming up. And uh, we'll also talk to Brad Spielberger, pro football focus on the NFL postseason. The matchups this weekend, uh, obviously we'll be watching the NFC to see who the Eagles play next week. If Chalk holds, it's going to be Dallas or Tampa Bay. If we get an upset or two, it could be the Giants, could be the um, Seahawks, though I doubt it would be them. I don't think they're going to have much chance to beat the Niners. We'll see. This weekend, NFL playoff starts. We'll talk to Brad coming up. Later on, I am worried about Jalen Hurts' shoulder. Not that I am worried he's not going to play. I'm not, not trying to insinuate he's he got re-injured or he's hurt or he can't go. I'm just worried he can't play like himself. And if he can't play like himself, the Eagles can't win. The offense was choppy on Sunday because they couldn't run all their stuff. It wasn't just because they, they were kind of going through the motions in a, in a must-win game or the Giants are that good. It was because the Giants recognized pretty early this guy's not taking any contact in his shoulder. He's not going to run. It changed the way the Giants play defense. It made the red zone more difficult. And I thought the entire game plan really was so vanilla because they didn't want Jalen Hurts to get hit. Does that change in two weeks? Is he closer to 100% where they could play playoff football and use everything they have at their disposal? I hope. But I am worried. Are you worried about Jalen Hurts' shoulder? 215-592-9494. We'll go back to the lines, but let's play this. James Palmer, NFL Network. He was at the game Sunday. He spoke to A.J. Brown on the field after the game. Here is some of his takeaway and what A.J. told him about the offense and what they actually asked out of Jalen Hurts on Sunday. A.J. Brown told me on the field is that really the thing with the game plan was to make sure that not too much was put on Jalen Hurts. He didn't have to do too much. That was for two reasons. One, they were protecting him. Hurts admitted that he was protecting himself. The game plan was to protect him. They didn't think he could risk the injury further, but they wanted to protect him in this game. That's why you saw the game called the way it was. The other one was Hurts was not 100%. And Nick Sirianni said it after the game that he was hurting, and he was hurting bad. He pushed himself to play in this game to hope to help them secure that number one seed. And he admitted after the game, Andrew, that it wasn't easy. But what we saw was in the red zone. This was the number one red zone team in the NFL coming in as an offense. They were one for five against the Giants' backups, Mark. And obviously a big part of that is Jalen Hurts and how he plays in the red zone. We didn't see the zone read at all as they were protecting him, as I mentioned, with this game plan. We see that skill set in this game when it's not complete 
that it changes this offense a little bit with the Eagles, but now he has almost two weeks to rest that shoulder and get healthy before he plays again. Yeah, and get healthy. I mean, the last, I think the last phrase there was the key, get healthy. He's not healthy. He's still not healthy. Like, he was good, in, as he said, he was good enough. He, he was good enough to go, good enough to beat the Giants, good enough to get through this week, but he wasn't healthy. Is he going to be healthy when the playoff game starts? I don't know the answer. You don't know the answer. I'm not sure the Eagles know the answer. And will he be healthy enough to get through the game playing him like himself? We don't have these answers right now, and I'm worried about it. 215-592-9494. Brian is up on WIP. Hey, Brian. Hey, Joe G. What's happening? How are you, buddy? What are you thinking tonight? Good. First of all, real quick, uh, congratulations on middays. Well-deserved and looking forward to the new show. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. Absolutely. So, I mean, I could not agree with you more. I mean, I'm not a sky is falling type guy, but if you don't have at least a little concern about this situation, I don't know what you're looking at. <laughs> uh, and it's not only Jalen. You know, we have a you know a stud right tackle that we have no idea how well he's going to be. Well, and the, and the two things you mentioned, Brian, they're correlated, right? I mean, if if Lane is is you know you know not himself or struggling a little bit, there's going to be more pressure on Jalen, and and will he be able to handle it, or is he going to go down at the sight of pressure because he doesn't want to get popped in the shoulder again? I mean, that that could create a whole you know ripple effect for the game plan. A hundred percent, absolutely, and, and there's no question. Uh, like you said, the the, the the problems in the red zone was they couldn't run the plays that they normally run. If you know that's going to be. That's going to be a problem if if he's not healthy enough to be able to do that in the you know in the playoffs. So I mean, you might be able to get by you know that first round, but you're going to likely get San Francisco in here. Obviously, you know that's going to be an issue, like a huge issue. Like to your point, he like you said. I mean, he, that's a big part of their offense. While he's you know improved his passing game immensely this year. His his the running part of his game makes their offense. There's no question about it. Yeah, it, and it makes it so difficult to defend them. Brian, we appreciate the phone call. Always do. I mean, it, it's not. It's funny. We talked all off season. Like, yeah, he could run, but he's got to become a better passer. And now, I, I didn't really feel watching the game that he couldn't throw. I mean, I, and I don't think. I mean, you go back to when he injured in in Chicago. He didn't have trouble throwing. I mean, and a lot of that that day was adrenaline. I mean, he but he threw the ball down the field with accuracy against Chicago right as the injury happened on Sunday. I I thought he threw with mostly accuracy. I didn't feel like the ball wasn't coming out of his hand the right way. Now they were easy throws. I'm not going to pretend that he made seven or eight like really difficult throws, but I didn't. I haven't felt once since he got hurt he can't make any throw. That it's truly impacting his ability to throw the football. But it's impacting, I mean, obviously, the way they're calling the offense, and it makes them so much more predictable and so much more easy to defend. They need – it's just so ironic after – last year, right, he lost his legs in the playoff game, and they couldn't win because they weren't good enough to pass. He ha- Now he has his arm, I and mean, he, has, he has the ability to throw right now, but if he can't run – it changes their offense. It's like we've gone a complete 180 in a year. 215-592-9494. Are you worried about Jalen Hurts? I, I am because I'm not I, – I didn't walk away from Sunday feeling like, oh, he's fine, he's healthy. No, he, he was good enough, to use his word, and they didn't run their offense. Maybe by design, maybe because they're worried too that he's going to bang it up again. Let's talk to Dave in Glasper. Hey, Dave. How's it going? Good, Dave. I'm not worried about this, and, and here's why. So, one, from a competition standpoint, the only NFC quarterback who's going to be as poised in this playoff is Tom Brady, right? I mean, Hurts doesn't turn the ball over. He plays smart. 
And it's not that he couldn't play his game. It's that they didn't let him play his game. And there's a difference. Now, the Giants, they played a bunch of backups, but those are guys that are showcasing themselves. So they're playing hard. So when it comes time to win these games, I think Jalen Hurts has what it takes. And even though we're missing Johnson, I mean, we're not playing with a bunch of scrubs on the offensive line. So I'm not afraid that they're going to be able to protect him. I'm not afraid that they're not going to be able to scheme to use all his talents. He'll be all right. Yeah, well, I think he'll be all right from a perspective of, um, you know, not being worried or, or po- the poise you mentioned. I mean, I'm not, that's not the kind of stuff I worry about. I'm just worried, Dave, that he, he's not going to be healthy enough. Like, in two more weeks, how much healthier will he be than now? I don't know the answer. I mean, I'm hoping it's close to 100%, but I, I don't know. As healthy as every other player who's playing in the playoffs right now. Injuries are a part of the game. I think his poise, I think his decision-making, I think the way he takes care of the ball – I think all that plays into a factor of whatever physical limitations he has. And I'm not, I'm not at all uh, uh, afraid that he's not going to be able to bring it come playoff time. He's got two weeks to prepare here and two weeks to rest up. And like you said, he can still throw the ball. He was still throwing the ball plenty accurate. And all season he's had, what, maybe four bad throws that he's forced. So I'm not afraid of what this guy's going to do in the playoffs. Yeah. The number one team in the NFC – you know, uh, we lost the game because our backup was, you know, pretty miserable to a mediocre squad. And you see how valuable Jalen Hurts is. We can't beat the mediocre Saints without him, right? Well, so, he's been extremely valuable. I mean, you, Dave, you're right about that. But, but and I appreciate it, Dave. I think part of the reason he's been so valuable, though, is because he could do it all. He, you know, he's not an MVP candidate because of his arm. He's not an MVP candidate because of his legs. He, he's not an MVP candidate because of his leadership. It's all of it. it it's, it's combined. That's why he's become so valuable. So, so Dave brought up the point that, they were able to get through this, and he won, and he didn't have all his, his abilities. Like, he, he showed that. They also didn't – they scored one touchdown on Sunday. You know, if, if the Eagles – I'll just – I'll put it this way. If Jalen Hurts is the same level of player in terms of what he can do, you know, is asked to do, willing to do, two weeks from now, as he was against the Giants, I'm not sure they're winning the game. I'm just not sure they can win a playoff game with that version of Jalen Hurts. Can they beat the Giants with a third-string quarterback and the Giants sitting five or six starters? Obviously. The game was really never in doubt. I mean, I know some people got a little nervous late in the game. They were never going to lose Sunday. As long as they didn't turn the ball over five times, they were never going to lose the New York Giants this past Sunday. The playoffs are a different animal. I mean, if if the version of Jalen Hurts we just saw comes to play again, I'm not sure they can win. I, I, I'm, I'm just not. I mean, they, they have to have him at a higher level and a more functional level and a normal level for him in order to win a playoff game. 215-592-9494. I'm worried about Jalen Hurts. I didn't see enough on Sunday to make all the fears go away. I mean, this guy had a, a pretty significant shoulder injury. He missed two significant games. Like, he would have wanted to be out there. These weren't, like, meaningless games. Cowboy game to win the division. Saints came to win the division at clinch home field. He didn't play. And then he gutted it out. I mean, you heard Sirianni and her. I mean, like, he gutted it out to play. And they didn't play their normal football. Was that just, let's just be safe? Or is that, we can't do this? If it's the latter, he better be able to do it in two weeks. 215-592-9494. Mike's in Medford. Hey, Mike. Hey, how you doing? Good, Mike. Uh, what are you thinking? Uh, I'm not too concerned about, I mean, I am worried about him getting hurt. But there's one thing about the way he runs. He's pretty crafty. And only about one-third of the time is he really hit. He either comes up short and slides or he runs out of bounds. 
And I would love to see them upset the, uh, the game plan of the other team and run him twice or in the first series because they're going to be geared to play him as if he wasn't going to run. And you know what? Not for nothing, I, I, I believe with Lane Johnson back in and they're going to rotate him, so his reps are going to be key reps, I think the line's going to be you know, in a lot better shape. Um, I also think in down the line, because that line's getting older, that we have some pretty good draft picks that we should think about an O-lineman uh, in our first, first or second pick next year. Well, the lineman, yeah, yeah, me, and, I was and, a lineman, yep. and I, they're like lords of London as far as I'm concerned when it comes to uh, football. Well, you never could have enough. I mean, the Eagles have prioritized that for a long time. I mean, last you know, last two years they drafted Dickerson in the second round and Jurgens in the second round. So, yeah, I mean, it would never surprise me, Mike, if they if they use one of their first two picks in a lineman, it wouldn't shock me at all. Now, your, your point on running him early to kind of – Trick the other team a little bit, or or, or show them he could like show them I, I would, off their game. Yeah, yeah, I would love it, plan. Mike. I would love it because it would tell me he's feeling himself again, right? If they if they're running him, that means they're he's not worried. They're not worried. I I'd be happy about that. How about my first point about the way he runs? He basically many times will not take a shot, mm-hmm. and it's not like he's scared. He he runs smart. He'll run out of bounds. He'll, he'll slide. So he may take a hit, maybe one out of every three, maybe one out of every four runs that he does. Well, I, you're right about that. He is crafty about it. I, and I don't worry about him. And, Mike, I appreciate it, man. I always do. I don't worry about him taking big hits and putting himself in harm's way too often. I mean, he is pretty smart about it. But I think it's pretty telling. It's pretty telling that you go back to the game on Sunday and there was not a single designed run for him. Not one. He's, I think he's made 34, 35 starts in the NFL now. If you go back to when he, he took over for Carson in December of 2020, it's the first time in his young career there's been zero design runs. Like, Tucker, it was a conscious effort on their part, game plan-wise, not just tell him, like, hey, be, you know, be careful. Like, they totally called a different game than we've ever seen them call with him as their quarterback. Yeah, it's funny because during the week, Nick Sirianni said that they had to work on two separate game plans, right? They had a Jalen Hurts game plan and a Gardner Minshew game plan. And if you go back and you watch the game, doesn't it kind of look like they gave Jalen Hurts the Gardner Minshew game plan? They got their yeah. they got their call sheets mixed up. I mean, that's what it looked like. It looked like they had a backup quarterback out there, and part of that was to protect Jalen Hurts. But yeah, I I do think, and you know, some people I, I think are downplaying it and saying that they kept it vanilla because they don't want to expose anything they're working on for the postseason, but. I don't know. Looking at it, it was very obvious they didn't trust Jalen Hurts to protect himself on those design runs. I mean, you mentioned there was a play, I think it was in the first drive or second drive. He escaped the pocket and slid for a one-yard loss. He could have easily stepped forward, dove forward, taken a hit, driven through contact the way he's so good at doing it, and picked up three, maybe four, and he willingly took a loss to set up like a second and 12. That was the one. I mean, there's a few plays during the game where you're like, all right, he, he, he's not going to play like himself today. I mean, but that was the one I was like, oh, that's that's not the Jalen Hurts that we've known for two years here. Like in the open field, our last caller made the point he doesn't, he's not silly about it. He's not trying to run through D backs twenty five. He's yards not Michael Vick reckless. No, he, he's actually pretty crafty about yeah. And or Carson it, Wentz reckless. R- r- totally. Like when he when he's doing the sideline, he almost always just ducks out, right? Whether it's wherever he maybe he tries to get an extra yard, but he's not trying to lower his shoulder into a D back. 10 yards down the field. He's usually really good about that, not taking unnecessary hits. But we've also seen 
he's you know all the quarterback sneaks, thinking about the goal line stuff, the the play he had against the Vikings in week two, where he basically dragged the defender from the five yard line into the end zone. We've seen when there's a yard or two or three to be had, he tries to get it. Like he doesn't shy away from that. He shied away from it, and that was just a simple thing where he you know he's gonna have a negative play, but was okay with it. I mean, he played different on Sunday, and I'm hoping it was. Just out of caution. 215-592-9494. I'm worried about Jalen Hurts and if this shoulder can hold up, are you? Let's talk to Don, who is in Elkins Park. Hey, Don. Hey, how are you, Joe? Uh, two points. One, uh, before I get to Jalen, I want to discuss a play that I'm shocked, annoyed, and angry that the Eagles showed during the regular season. Okay. Do you remember that quarterback sneak? It was in the, I've never seen it before. What an ingenious, ingenious play where he pivots, goes back a little bit, and goes around left end. Don, I remember it, and I was thinking before that, I was wondering, because you know, the way they've been running it this year and the way defense has started to defend it, everyone was so bunched on the line. I was wondering like, if there was a kind of another iteration of it, and you're right, they showed it uh, whenever that was a few weeks ago. So why show that during the year? Save that for a playoff or a Super Bowl. And some might say, oh, you want to keep the defense honest? No, 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 I can't believe they showed it. I'm a little disappointed in the offensive coordinator in doing that. Number two, on to Jalen. I have two letters and a number to describe my situ- my view of the situation with Jalen. RG3. Do we want Jalen to be around and have a long career like Brady, or do we want to risk another RG3? I think he's run too many quarterback sneaks. He's run the ball too much, and and he got hurt. And so – I totally accept what they did against the Giants, and uh, I don't think it'll hurt them in the long run in terms of this season, but I think he's got to run the ball less if we want to have him as our long-term quarterback. Who's been a running quarterback and really lasted a huge amount of years? That's my point. Yeah, well, not at this level. And, Don, we appreciate the phone call. I mean, Jalen Hurts on pace for over 200 carries before he got hurt. I mean, this he was going to set the record for most carries in a season. So to answer that question, like, who's done that? Well, no one. I mean, no one's run as much as he has the last couple of years and lasted. Um, now, here's the thing about RG3. He had a debilitating injury that tried to come back too quickly. I mean, that that was a, a knee that went – I actually, when I think of Hertz and and kind of the the worst case, or maybe maybe it's more of a realistic case. I don't know. We'll find out as the years go on. I don't think of guys like RG three that just like it was a comet and then he got hurt and then he tried to come back and he was never the same. I'm not. He R, Jalen hasn't had any debilitating, significant, long term injuries yet that worry you like that. I think of more guys that got. It was a steady toll. It was like a boxer just got jabbed over and over and over, and eventually it took its toll. Cam Newton was like that. I mean, Cam Newton was an MVP of the league. I mean, Cam Newton was a star player at one point, but if, I think all those hits over the years, they just took a toll. And by 30 years old, he was done. The other one, and I've compared him to this guy a lot, Steve McNair. I mean, Steve McNair always was banged up. Oh, he played through it like like Hurts did a couple weeks ago. But I remember during his career, it was always like, well, his ankle's been taped nine times today. Or he has a sprained shoulder. Or he has a, you know, his hand is sprained. Like, always. And you look at his career, he only started 16 games in his career three times. I mean, and and at the age of, from when he got to the age of 30, it never, he had, been one, he had one more 16-game season his entire career. So, I mean, that's, that's also a possibility that his he doesn't last as long as like the guys that we're talking about now, and I think the Eagles might have to just accept that. Like you know, if if they get six or seven great years out of him and then it kind of fades, I mean, I can't lose sleep over that right now. 
No, I, I mean, it would sound silly because six years from now he'll be 30 years old and a lot of quarterbacks don't hit their stride till then. But a lot of the mobile quarterbacks that do last transition into being pocket mm-hmm. passers. But even those guys don't last forever. Right? Like Donovan McNabb was an incredibly mobile quarterback early in his career, but he only lasted 10 years in the NFL, right? Yep. Like he was done in 2010, 2011. Like that, like that was 10 productive seasons and, and two years kind of washing about between Washington and Minnesota. Even Steve Young didn't last all that long, but he didn't get a full-time starting job until later in his career. For the most part, these quarterbacks, just they've never lasted long. No, they don't. And, and and look, there's a long-term concern of this, and it's a short-term. Like, the long-term, it's obviously going to factor into the contract they give him and, and all of this as we move forward in his career. I'm just more concerned about two weeks from now when they take the field against the Cowboys or the Bucks or the Giants or the Seahawks. Can his shoulder hold up? Like, the, the fact that they talk so openly after the game about how much he was hurting, I mean, that, how can that make any of us feel good? He, he's, he's not healthy yet. And he's not, like, the injury... Now, they, they did say that they couldn't have made it worse, which is interesting um, from the perspective of, uh, of, of their decision to let him play in this game. They couldn't make it worse. Okay, well, w- what is going on? The pain is still so significant. It's not, little, it's not a little bit of discomfort. They talked about him on Sunday, both he and the team, both he and Sirianni and his teammates, as if it was really a grind and he was in pain out there to play in this game, which is admirable. But what does two weeks do to that? Is two weeks going to restore this to 100% where all the worry I have right now is silly? Or are we talking more like 80 and we got to cross our fingers that he doesn't re-injure it and we got to cross our fingers that he he can play his game? Because, look, I'm as big of a Jalen Hurts fan as there is, but if he's compromised, he can't win. I mean, he can't beat great teams playing that kind of football without his, his full arsenal. There's actually very few quarterbacks I think that can. Right, Tom Brady uh, over the years. You know, Peyton Manning back in his day. They could beat you with their mind. They could beat you with pre-snap. They could beat you with just kind of just they know what to do. Very few quarterbacks in the NFL could win like that when you take away something from their arsenal, especially dual-threat quarterbacks. I think it just makes the offense easier to defend. And also, I think, it, you know, do we trust Nick Sirianni and Shane Steichen to come up with a great game plan if Jalen Hurts barely can run or is it willing to run I'm not I guess it, it makes their the offense is so easy for the Eagles sometimes they have the numbers advantage because teams they have to fear Jalen Hurts's legs it opens up the run game it opens up the pass game it opens up everything for this football team I, I look at it like this they got through the Giants game Jalen Hurts isn't hurt worse maybe he stayed maybe he woke up this morning he was still at 75 percent well Boy, the next two weeks leading into the game, every percentage point closer to 100 is so significant, and every single percentage point to get him closer to 100 or closer to playing like himself changes everything. I- I'm worried. Like I-, I-, I can't say it any other way. I'm worried about Jalen Hurts' shoulder because he came back, but it was almost like the ghost of Jalen Hurts. Like That wasn't really him. And I don't think we're really that – like we're not yelling about it on WIP this week because they won. It wasn't like he was terrible. It wasn't like he, he played so bad. They were like, oh, no, you know, look how bad he is. For the most part, he threw the ball fine. But he, without his legs, look at how bad the red zone offense was. Because it didn't take long. Like, I'm sitting there watching the game in the first half from the press box. It took me, I don't know, a series or two to, to like, fully pick up on the fact that, oh, he's not willing to take a hit today. 
oh, he's not going to run under any circumstances. Like, by the time halftime rolled around, the Giants had to get in there, I'm sure, in the, in the locker room and say, all right, we don't, we don't got to really worry about him in the run game. And they haven't done it once. He, he, you know, he had a chance to scramble a couple times, and he, he barely wanted to move. And anytime we're pressuring this guy, he's going to duck pretty quickly. I think it's why they kept blitzing, because they knew they blitz, got any pressure, the play's dead. I mean, he's, he's going to duck away. He's not going to stand in there and take a hit. And I think it was the smart thing, but my worry meter, the antenna's up. The antenna's up that Jalen Hurts isn't close enough to being the guy we need him to be as the playoffs begin. 215-592-9494. Tell you hop aboard here on this Tuesday night. Are you worried about Jalen Hurts? The next couple weeks are going to be so interesting when it comes to is he practicing full? Is he limited? What percentage do, do, will he be at by the time the game starts next Saturday or Sunday? I don't know if we're going to have any clarity. And, and I, I hate this because I, I wish I had like kind of something to feel better about. I'm not going to feel better about this until the first quarter of that game. next next Let's say it's next Sunday. Let's say they're playing the, the Tampa Bay Bucks or Cowboys next Sunday. The first drive of the game. When it's a pass play and there's some pressure and he stands tall and makes a throw and gets popped. And he gets back up. No grimace. He's fine. Everyone moves on like it was September or October or November. We didn't think about these things. I'm not going to feel better until then. Or the first time they run him, you know, and, and they've done this, I don't know, seven or eight times a game this year. They run him as a runner. Read option. He keeps it. Goes through the middle. Five, six, seven yards. Maybe defender comes. Maybe he slides. But they do it. There's no fear about doing it. Like That's when I'll feel better about that. all this. Until then, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about Jalen Hurts' shoulder as we head to the biggest games of the season. 215-592-9494. It's how you hopper. We'll come back. Your phone calls. Are you worried about Jalen Hurts' shoulder? I am. Curious where you guys lie on this. Are you worried about Hurts' shoulder? We'll play for you when we get back. Jeff Lurie in the locker room. His speech to the team after they clinched this thing on Sunday. And coming up next hour, we'll bring you Nick Sirianni's press conference from earlier today. 215-592-9494. You hear from Larry and your phone calls coming up on Sports Radio 94 WIP. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 